Yeah, I can't lie. There was a point where we entertained a management company and real quick could not come to do it yeah. because we enjoy interacting with guests so much, you know, or, hey, can I swing by before you get there and set your fire up or yeah. like whatever I can when I can. And while you're there, because I'm mostly there on the weekends, mm -hmm. you know, I love to do. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at spontaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Andrew and Bianca, founders of the Serenity Hill Group, a growing collection of luxury Airbnb escapes in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. Andrew and Bianca live in Boston, and while they love all that the city has to offer, their hearts have always found peace in the mountains. Andrew grew up hiking, skiing, and vacationing in the White Mountains, and dreamed of one day buying his own home in the area. As luck would have it, one day, the seemingly perfect opportunity presented itself. A four-bedroom, 2.5-bathroom home tucked away on a private two-acre lot surrounded by tall pines and the crisp White Mountain air. But the home needed a lot of work. So Andrew, Bianca, and their families spent the next year transforming the home into an incredibly beautiful, modern escape from the city. And while the couple had intended to make this place their permanent home, their circumstances changed and they decided to list the space on Airbnb. Tune in to hear the story of how Andrew and Bianca learned how to build, design, and furnish Serenity Hill House, and how they decided when it was time to open up their second Airbnb, the Rosewood, just a couple of towns away. All right, without further ado, here are super hosts, Andrew and Bianca of Serenity Hill Group. All right, Lighting. got lighting checked. That's all set. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Andrew and Bianca. How are you both today? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, and you know, for our listeners, my wife and I got the opportunity to stay in the beautiful Serenity Hill House in Madison, New Hampshire, back in September. Uh, we never got the chance to meet you all. Unfortunately, it was like uh, we we had to leave really early, and we were hoping we would get uh, you know an opportunity to connect with you all before yep. we left, but we didn't. But we're chatting now, so um, you know, yep. second best. <laughs> um, but you know, as as soon as we walked into your all's home, we were sort of immediately struck by how spacious it was, uh, the you know very modern decor and eclectic uh, you know uh, photos and features about the home, the like pops of color and the really cool like you know pillows on the floor, um, a cool little like sitting nook there, um, and so I, I'm curious, right, like. Do you feel that Serenity Hill House sort of stands out amongst other options for folks in, you know, the White Mountains? And if so, how? Was was the creation of this home, you know, pretty intentional? And was the intention to kind of be a little bit different than other short-term rentals in the area? Yeah, absolutely. So I can speak a little bit about this first. Um, when you go to New Hampshire, your typical rental is more 
which we've seen that cabin feel. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are very dark, very woody. Um, and we absolutely wanted to be different. Um, we basically created the home as if it was our personal home and, and, and what we wanted to stay in. Um, so definitely that light and bright colors. Um, the eclectic theme is very much our own personal twist and not really done before in New Hampshire. So again, uh, just making a space where we would personally want to stay a home away from home that was kind of different than what you typically get in the New Hampshire area and uh, appealing to someone who's looking for something a little bit different, a little bit more modern, um, like a modern, you know, escape in the middle of nature, in the middle of woods, that's uh, typically different than what you would find. Yeah, and I, I can attest to the fact that, you know, as, as part of our the newsletter that we curate via Spontaneous every week, uh, you know, New Hampshire, there are a n- number of homes that come up into our search and into our curation every week. And to your point, a lot of them are a little bit more uh, rural, a little bit more like, uh, you know, cabin, sort of you want to go and, and uh, stay there, read a book, like start a fire and get, you know, really, really cozy, maybe a little musty. Um, but like, you know, <laughs> your guys' your guys's home is sort of like the polar opposite. It's it's very airy. It's bright. Uh, to your point, it's, it's modern. It's, it's brand new. And so it does feel very different than a lot of the other homes in, in the area. Is there anything uh, that you would add to that, Andrew? Yeah, we, we definitely wanted to stick out. And um, this part of New Hampshire is nothing new to me. I've been going since a kid. Um, my father is in the area. He's been there 14 years. So I know the area very well. I knew of all types of Airbnbs that exist, and we've stayed in them. Yeah. Constantly snowboarding and uh, hiking and camping and doing all these activities that we've always done in the past. I've known of every level of Airbnb you could finally, um, you could actually experience. Yeah. Um, so it was something in our minds that we wanted to stick out. It's a, it's a part of our personalities. Um, and it's also a part of what we wanted to share to future guests. So <laughs> it's definitely a new experience. Um, the space itself in and out, I think is something that's very unique and what we offer. Um, and more and more now you're, you're actually seeing others. And I don't know if it's coincidental or not, <laughs> but we're looking and we're going, Hmm, this is looking really nice. Oh, that one looks really yeah. nice. So there's a lot more popping up and, um, I find it to be part flattering, part interesting. And I think it's awesome because the more variety, the better, you know, yeah. um, we, we are a bit different, but so are others. And I think it's very cool to, to share what we have in the White Mountains as a, a being a part of the variety and, you know, a different experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to that point, you know, one of the things that is really cool is just having more diversity of choice, right? In like lo- lo- location is one thing, but like you might want to go to the White Mountains, right? And you might want to ski, you might want to hike, you might want to explore, but maybe you aren't really the type of person that love sort of like cabin life right and you 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 like your city amenities right like and you like a a nice big kitchen when you're away but you also love the mountains and so i love what you guys have done which is like you've created an option for people to still you know enjoy nature it's in literally in your backyard right but also still have sort of a comfortable place to kind of come home to to cook a nice good meal to sit by the fire and enjoy you know whatever latest netflix series that they happen to be watching 
So uh, right. I, I love how you guys you guys crafted that. And so I guess my my you know next question is how did the house you know come to be like. Was this a property that you all had acquired a while ago? Did you ever intend to live there? Was the intention always to make it into an Airbnb? Talk to us a little bit about like the founding of the house, if you will. Mm -hmm. So um, we bought the house uh, to what Andrew said. His father had always had a house there, I think for what, 13 years? Yeah, 13, 14 years. So Andrew and his brothers and the family basically were growing up in mass and, and when they weren't in mass, they were in New Hampshire. Um, so we always loved the area, especially, you know, us being together. That was kind of our little escape. Yeah. Um, so once, you know, the pandemic hit and we were just cooped up in our tiny apartment, we were like, we need a bigger space and the perfect spot to get away is New Hampshire. So we were lucky stumbled upon this home. Uh, it was going to be a home that we live in full time and, you know, hopefully that can happen in the future because we love mm -hmm. the home. Uh, so that is another reason why it is so modern is because we designed it with intentions of living there. And then, you know, personal circumstances changed and we decided to rent it on Airbnb. Wow. Um, so yeah. Air Airbnb's always been a thing that we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at the time, not knowing where or how. Um, so when these circumstances came up, we said, well, it's the perfect location it's the perfect uh timing to make this an airbnb um so exactly it was designed with everything that we love personally mm -hmm. um it was remodeled the way that we would want to live in it um and then the perfect combination of just realizing well i'm sure someone else would love to to live in it yeah. <laughs> for a weekend a week two weeks whatever it may be uh as well so it was a win-win uh for both um, us and uh, guests and future guests on Airbnb. Yeah. And Zach, I used to cry leaving there because I was so <laughs> attached. I loved it so much. <laughs> come back to mass. I'm like, no, I don't want to come back. I don't want anyone living in our home. Yeah. But um, yeah, we gave renting a shot and people really love it. And, you know, to your point again of that big kitchen and that open space, Andrew actually used to be a chef. Oh, wow. um, so, you know, all those gadgets that we have fully stocked kitchen and that humongous Island, we both come from big families and, yeah, you know, entertaining's we both, huge. yeah, entertaining and, and cooking for everyone is close to our hearts. So that's kind of why we, the kitchen is so big in the home. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I, I want to <laughs> unpack that. Um, because yeah, we, it was the first thing that we noticed was like, my wife and I also love to cook. We are definitely not chefs but we appreciate a good meal i mean like finding good food is like our our favorite thing to do um and yeah. my wife's even even more so than me uh she she's way better at picking restaurants than i am but yeah we, when you walk into your space uh after you you know get through the beautiful living room with the cool pillows and the you know pops of color and decor you like make your way into the kitchen and you're just immediately like overwhelmed by the island because it's like it is massive right um, I mean, it's bigger than like most people's like, you know, large family dining rooms, um, or dining tables, I should say. And, uh, one of the things that, um, 
I noticed in particular was the little like glass cleaning. Um, I don't even know what the technical term is, but like, you know, when you're in a bar and you see a bartender take like yeah. a, you know, a, uh, you know, a yeah, glass. glass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, how did you decide to put that in? And that was like, so cool. We were like playing with it. Not too much. Don't worry. Um, but just like, it was, <laughs> such, <laughs> it was such a cool, it was such a cool feature that like we've never seen in Airbnb. So like, Talk to us a little bit about, you know, more, how, how did you guys think about sort of designing the kitchen and uh, what was, what was the intent behind it? Yeah. So when we first got the house, there was actually uh, there was a th- two thirds wall up blocking, you know, kitchen to office space. And immediately I said, that needs to go. This needs to open. Um, I need that open layout, that open concept. Um, so <laughs> the bar I constantly got a lot of slack for, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I make pasta and I, you know, do all these kinds of things where I like to prep and I like my space and it's kind of got that flow of a kitchen where you can, you know, walk down the line, if you will, or go around the backside where we have stools. Um, so it was all designed with space and functionality in mind. And uh, the, the glass rinser was for two reasons. We had an open shelf concept going in. So I knew that glasses sitting on a shelf are going to get dusty. It's just natural. Mm. It's going to happen. So the glass rinser was for that. So if you grab a glass, you simply tip it upside down, rinse it out, proceed, make your cocktail, pour your juice, whatever the occasion is. Um, and number two, it was just a cool feature to have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was one of those things where I wanted the beverage cooler for drinks and overflow of prep. Um, I wanted the glass rinser, you know, when you're on the go, you're moving, you rinse, you know, it's just a cool feature to have. And there was a couple of those things in that kitchen where I said, you know, for myself, this is what I would want. And then I realized later, well, for the guests, they're going to want the same thing. They're going to be here cooking. You know, I've had multiple guests, you know, come and do birthday parties Mm -hmm. and, you know, if time allows it, come early, start your prep. And they've said that's been a great overflow uh cooler for prepping because we have like half sheet pans you can kind of you know wrap your food up stick it in there um and even came in handy recently we did a a private dinner for a bachelorette party oh wow and the kitchen to actually get in there and do a four course meal and experience the uh functionality of the kitchen again was just something that was like wow this really does flow yeah coming from a kitchen where i've worked in small areas um <laughs> I was like, I'm glad we gave that extra foot. You know, they were trying to close in uh, the island a little, the bit, island a little yeah. bit towards the appliances and the, and the counter. And I said, no, I need my space. Give me four feet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> So I kept pushing that back, uh, you know, with the stools on the other side in mind. I said, I'd rather have more space on the cooking side than the sitting side. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that you realized that. I'm glad that you enjoyed it because it was all in mind through the whole process of me designing the kitchen. Uh, yeah. It was just that, you know, functionality and fun and cool gadgets and what works uh, best, you know, in the house. So, yeah. And yeah. I mean, and, and to that point, one of the things I, I just want to circle back on that you guys said earlier, which I think is really uh, important and something that we've noticed as, as, you know, guests who've stayed in close to like 50 Airbnbs uh, over the last year at this, at this juncture. And, um, and that is that when you, treat a home when you treat a short-term rental like it's your home and like you invest in it like it is your home like you guys are doing and have yeah. done it is so 
it's so different than the the places that are clearly run just as a business operation, right? Or like yeah. or managed by another property. And I can see, mm-hmm. like you can see as you walk through your place. And, and and I think a perfect example of this is just like how well stocked the kitchen is. I mean, like you walk into some Airbnbs that are beautiful Airbnbs, but you know, you've got like a couple spatulas, a couple of baking sheets, and you know, maybe, you know, maybe a cast iron if you're really lucky. Um, and you guys have, you know, literally everything that you could possibly need to cook, like any sort of meal that you could possibly want to cook. Um, so, I mean, I think that that's just another testament to sort of like your all's intentionality with designing a space with you in mind, right? Like, what would I want? What would we want? And I think that that, like, that makes the guest experience so, so different. So thank you all for doing that. And then, you know, props to you because that, that does stand out. Um, when again, you're looking at Airbnbs, when you're trying to make a decision about where to stay, especially if you're going to be staying somewhere for like a week or more, right. It's, you know, you can pretty much stay anywhere for a weekend, but a week or more, you don't want to go out to eat every night. Like you want to be able to create an experience and you want it to feel like home. I mean, listen, everything in the mountains takes what 20, 30 minutes to to get somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, nothing's just down the road. Again, it's not the city. And we knew that, you know, if you're going to come, like, again, in our previous experiences, I've always brought a cooler of, like, cut-up meats. Or, like, if I'm going to an Airbnb, for me, it's that destination. That's where I'm going. I'm going to ski, snowboard, mm-hmm. come back and cook for everybody. Like, yeah. So they got to the point where we're shopping for all the tools and kitchen and every, And she's always like, no, it's enough. No, it's enough. No, it's enough. <laughs> believe me, I would go, <laughs> I would go even more than what we already have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I've, it's again, based on uh, previous experience and saying, geez, they didn't, they didn't give this special. They didn't give, you know, whatever mm-hmm. tool that I needed at that point. So it was one of those things where, yeah, it was just like, again, my home, my home for guests, like, what would I want? What would they want? Yeah. You know? And I'm glad, yeah, again, that you noticed that and, and that you guys got to experience it and mm-hmm. <laughs> you weren't shortchanged. <laughs> no, no, not even slightly. Um, I'm curious about the like decor of of the space because, again, we've been in some really cool places that are you know, somewhat thematic, but you guys have like this very like eclectic, um, modern, it's not like it's, 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 I, I guess the best way to think about it is like you walk into this space and it feels like it's trying to tell you a story. Um, and I am like, what is the story? And like, I, I'm like looking at the, you know, these, these uh, illustrations and these paintings and these photos. And I'm just like, huh, like what is happening here? And I, I'm not sure that I arrived at like any sort of like grandiose, like clarity <laughs> around that. But I'm curious, like talk to us about the space. Like how did you guys decide to decorate it and design it? And I don't know, what story were you trying to tell with the various rooms? Yeah. So um, it's funny because when people walk into that home, they're like, Bianca, you are an amazing designer. You like you are. Can you come and do my home? And I'm like, as much as I want to take all the credit, Andrew is really the interior designer. It breaks my heart, but he is so good. Like we'll be out shopping. He's like, can you see this in the room with this, this, and this? And I'm like, no. (laughs) Put in the car. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be this light with this accent wall. And it's going to be like half green or this wall is going to be like a half clay color. Um, And this is the theme of this room. And this is the theme of this room. 
Um, so we wanted to make it a very unique experience, something that people maybe wouldn't have the guts to, you know, put a clay accent wall in their home at home. Yeah. So we wanted to be really fun, really unique. Um, the eclectic design is, you know, really personal to us. We like that, uh, form of interior design. Um, Andrew's brother is actually a photographer and he helped us curate those random fun pictures on the walls. So we wanted to create an experience. You come in here, it's nothing like you've seen, never mind in New Hampshire, you know? Yeah. You usually go to a cool hotel in Chicago and see, you know, these funky themes. But um Yeah, and a lot of it, a lot of it is from our travels. Yes. Yeah. Um two of the rooms that have the uh detailed walls. Um the green ones. Yeah, the green mm -hmm. walls with you know, either the hanging pendants that are bedside or the wall sconces that are bedside. Um, it's from either hotels that we stayed in, yep. um, like the Hoxton Chicago mm -hmm. was a big inspiration with doing something along that line. Um, but yeah, it's either travel or just really what stands out, what speaks to us, what's different, what mm -hmm. looks cool. Um, and to believe, believe it or not, the house is still a work in progress for us. Huh. Like <laughs> I, I got to the end and there's still more I wanted to do and, uh, <laughs> At that point, you know, budget and funds and, you know. Uh, and attachment. The, it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, attachment to this and nice. that. Um, but, yeah, the, there will be more. Uh, we're planning some some more accents. The king uh, bedroom will get a little upgrade. Yep. Um, there's going to be a huge deck out the back. Wow. Um, wow. So it, it's needed. The house needs that dramatic deck in the back. Um, but, yeah, the design was just things we love, things that we're drawn to, um, what pops, what stands out, what feels good. Um, it's all about a vibe and, and doing each room that way just felt right. <laughs> like I, I have a visual eye um, going from the kitchen and doing design in restaurants and um, yeah. believe it or not, I'm an electrician now. That's why there's so many lights in the house. If you couldn't okay. Tell. Okay. You know what? And I was going to comment on that because I, I very, both my wife and I really care about lighting. And like, I love that I could dim this or dim that. And it was like, there were every night you could make the room look totally different. And I was like, we need this. I don't know. Like, I didn't even realize you were, you were an electrician. That, that makes a lot of sense. That's, that's <laughs> incredible. And you know, props to you all for that too, because I, I'm sure like that's, I'm sure more of an investment of time and money and, and whatnot, but like it really does stand out. And like the, the fact that you could play with every room's lighting too. And like, Ooh, like let's set the mood here. Hey, you know what? I'm getting a little bit tired, like sleepy. Let's turn these you know bad boys up. Like there's so yep. much flexibility in how you make this space feel, which is unbelievable. Well done. Well done. Well, we're glad you like it because in the beginning, our, I mean, this was like a whole family affair. So our family was helping us paint, you know, it, it was a whole family effort. And um, we used to make fun of him and say, tell me you're an electrician without telling me you're an electrician. <laughs> we're like, lights, I don't know. Are they overkill? Is it too much? Do we have too many switches? Are people going to know how to use all these cool like little buttons? But People seem to really like it. And, uh, you know, we get people in the home like, where did you buy those lights? Yeah. I want to do that. So we're like, oh, good. Okay. So, well, yeah, I can't lie. There was a point where we entertained a management company and real quick could not come to do it yeah. because we enjoy interacting with guests so much, you know, or 
hey, can I swing by before you get there and set your fire up? Or like whatever I can, when I can. And while you're there, because I'm mostly there on the weekends, Mm -hmm. you know, I love to do. And um, (laughs) this one, this one gentleman even came by and he's like, I'm actually getting ready to do my first home. Like he's a a property manager, but I'm ready to do my first home. It's going to be listed uh, you don't mind if I take uh, that pendant idea now. I'm like, I'm like, honestly, like, I can't stop you. I, I'm totally flattered that you like it. Like, go for it. But please don't. Yeah, know? but please don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please run out of budget for that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. I, I do want to talk about the outdoor space because it it really just, you know, is is massive. And it kind of hits you in the mm-hmm. face, too, when you walk around back. Um, and there's a volleyball uh, net there's a big fire pit and really sort of like the entire backyard kind of feels like it's like, you know, as big as a football field. So how much work did you guys do to the outdoor space? And uh, it sounds like you've got some you know vision to augment it with like a, a, a deck. So talk to us a little bit about like how you decided to, you know, make that space feel fun. Yeah. So the landscape, even now, I'm there cutting the grass. Like, again, being very hands-on. We're very much involved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adding mulch, uh, adding to the to the yard whether it's flowers or you know uh we have apple trees on the property uh so we just had a great harvest of apples that we picked wow Um, you know if guests goes i'm like feel free to pick whatever apples are left um (laughs) but we did we made plenty of apple crisp so if anybody's there next fall yeah grab them while you can there you go because his mother takes them all and makes apple crisp for the family we're like can you leave it for the guests, please? Let them, you know, enjoy some. But but the space is great in a, in a few ways. Um, you can go to the back and literally run wild, um, play music. I mean, have laughs and memories around the fire. Like, there's literally nobody around to really complain. Yeah. I'm not saying a rager, but <laughs> go and perform. Like, you can make your noise. You can play your music. Um you know, there's been times where I bring chef friends up and we're cooking over the fire mm-hmm. ourselves, you know? So it's like, we really um, love the house for the landscape too. You know, we saw the bones inside, but we saw the outside during winter. Yeah, we actually didn't see the outside. Um, so wow. well, we, we had an snow. idea, right? It was covered in snow, but yeah. the space is just great to go back mm-hmm. there, whether you're adults, like I said, trying to play volleyball mm-hmm. and, and just kick back and relax. Or if you're a family with children that want to let your kids run wild, yeah. I mean, it it serves both purposes so well. Um, so the front's very cool having that patio um, to grill and then sit right outside if you want or bring it in. Um, the umbrella with the yeah. lights um, is just a cool vibe. We left the hammock up front there, so if you want to kind of spin the umbrella over you and and hide from the sun and take a nap, you can do that as well. Yeah. Uh, there's just so many layers to this yard. Um, unfortunately, and the reason why we want to build the deck is because you do have to go out the front door and go around the sides. Yeah. And uh, again, thinking about what I would want, uh, it's a bit of a nuisance. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm throwing some shade on us, but that's why we're <laughs> taking care of it next year. Um, I want to be able to walk right outside yeah. and then either exit on each side um and then be right in the backyard Mm -hmm. so that'll be done but the space is is great it's private you're covered and surrounded by pine trees um birds that you know hawks eagles (laughs) i mean 
Porcupine, uh, porcupine has been it. Yep. Uh, porcupine creeping behind me. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fun, wild nature that's, yep. that's a part of New Hampshire. And I think that's what makes it beautiful too. You know, you never know what's going to creep up on you. I've had, <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> I've had, um, I've had a woody woodpecker just, you know, going at it on trees and recently my shingles. So, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, you know, we've had a couple of good times. We threw a little uh, kind of finishing gathering, if you will, and and that was a lot of fun. Everybody's mm-hmm. playing volleyball, hanging out by the fire pit. Yeah, uh, it's just a great space to to hang out and yeah, either lounge out or you know. Yeah, it really does. Room. It really does have sort of like everything that you would need in a space. And I think with the addition of the deck too, that's going to be incredible. You know, what's funny too is like. You know, I talk to a lot of Airbnb hosts and there's there's this uh, funny uh, thing that I've noticed. And it's that once you like like for the for the hosts that like really care about their places, especially the hosts that are like, you know, trying really hard to build a home that they themselves would want to spend a lot of time in. They can't help themselves, but constantly tweak or constantly be thinking about, ooh, but like, what if I did this? Or you know what? The knobs on the cabinets. What if instead they were this, right? Or like, you know what? I think we need, I think we need a slightly bigger, you know, dishwasher, whatever it is. It's just hilarious. Like they can't help themselves, but continually like tinker with the place. (laughs) Right. Constantly. Yeah. And I mean, going back to the inside, that's, that was like the breakfast nook. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, like you can always go sit at your dining room table, but let's have another area where if it's just a, you know, couple or, you know, they just want a different scenery where you can just look out the double windows in the morning and have your coffee. Like, you know, creating each space and each corner was Mm -hmm. just like exactly what you just said. Yeah. You know, how would we want to do it? Mm -hmm. In the morning, I don't want to sit at my table. I want to sit somewhere where it's more chill, like more relaxed. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, kind of wind into the day, you know, and then the the island. It's like if you're cooking breakfast, you literally turn around and, you know, you're right there face to face with, you know, your guests or your family. You know, yeah. it's just like it is it was all thought out like that. So like how can this all flow or yep. you know, so yeah, constantly always, always thinking what's next, what's new. What can we add? What can we better? Yeah. Yeah. What you guys did so well. And I think that this is such a hard thing for anyone to do. It's like you guys nailed the sort of intersection of open concept, but still having like nooks. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I think one of the hard things about having open concepts while I, while I love them is like you end up having more often than not like one big massive space. Right. And you can create little sitting areas and whatnot, but um, it ultimately still just feels like one big room. You guys have like so strategically been able to like nail the open feel while also still feeling like depending on where you are in the house, like whether you're in the dining room, if you're in the dining room, like somebody can be all the way in sort of like the living room and it almost feels like they're in a completely different home. Like, like you can't even hear them. Right. Like, and then like you can walk, but you walk around and it's very, it's just very, very well architected and you can tell it's very intentional. So Again, kudos, kudos to you there. I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask about the foosball table. So there is a little like room off the kitchen that is mm-hmm. purely dedicated to the foosball table. And I'm curious, why did you all decide to do that? Do you guys just love foosball? Like, what's the story there? 
Yeah. We love competition. <laughs> very, very competitive. And we've always found that our competitive side comes out with foosball. Everywhere we go, if there's a foosball table, I'm like, Andrew, if I win, you're buying me a trip to Florida. It's always we're, yeah, or we're going to New York and you're paying for whatever restaurant I want to eat at. So we definitely wanted to um, just make like a separate game room. That wasn't just like seating, seating. We have all the seating, but we need something fun and we need something entertaining for people. Yeah. And we personally love foosball. So we're like, what better way to just put this foosball table in its own special room? And um, it's funny because my dad grew up in Portugal and apparently he's like the master foosball champion <laughs> of all his, all of his friends growing up in Portugal. And this man, Oh my God, I would put my whole life savings on this man playing foosball. Uh, he, we didn't know it until no. we put it there. Yes. And he's like amazing at foosball. And he was like taking everyone's money that night. Um, <laughs> but we personally love to play foosball. So we're like, this needs its moment. It needs its own room. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's one of those things again, where it's great for all ages. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of my nieces and nephews in there just totally entertained and then next thing you know it's like all right it's our turn yeah it's like move over kids <laughs> we have business to take care of <laughs> oh no it's awesome i've never i i can i can safely say uh or accurately say that i've never experienced that uh in an airbnb as in like a, a full room dedicated to it like you i've seen you know a couple of foosball tables here and there but um, I feel like we can chandelier over it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until until someone like you know knocks their head on it and and breaks it. Right. But uh, right. but yeah. Until then, until then, yeah. it's a great there idea. And, uh, there goes our home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I have a couple of final questions for you. First and foremost, you guys just launched, I believe, your second Airbnb. So how the heck did you come to that decision? And did you do anything like differently this time around? Is it also in the White Mountains. Talk to us about like launching the second place. Yeah, so it's um, it's 15 minutes away from, from Madison. It's in a town called Tamworth. Um, Tamworth is one of those very quaint, old, cozy towns. Mm -hmm. um, farmer's markets on Saturday. Oh, nice. Uh, Lyceum, kind of like coffee meets cocktails that's affiliated with Tamworth Distillery. Yeah. Um, they've converted a couple of beautiful old barns um, into a distillery and a tasting room. They do tastings in the back along the brook. Um, it's just one of those really cool, cozy towns. Wow. Um, so this brand new build came about. Um, again, my father flipping through the paper one morning <laughs> and he's like, Hey, look at this. And <laughs> we're like, that's so cute. We need it. Yeah, <laughs> so it was, it really was kind of one of yeah. those things. Um, the builder did a great job. He uh, paid attention to some cool details, which again, we're all about. Mm -hmm. So all the trim in the house, um, the face of the staircasings going up the stairs are all burnt wood. Mm -hmm. Wow. Then he then through the mill. So it looks really wavy and it's nice and sanded down smooth. Um, so right away we're thinking, you know, for me, it was like boho farmhouse. Ooh. It just, it just screamed this again. It's not a cabin. It doesn't have a modern feel because it's not your standard white trim yeah, around very windows. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this house needs to match the look. Like our decor needs to match the look. Um, so the house came about just like that. Very random. Went to see it, got in touch um, with our realtor. And it was kind of one of those things like, let's go for it. Yeah. Wow. I've been actually sitting on the market. 
um, which surprised me, especially in this uh, competitive market through the pandemic up mm -hmm. there. Um, a couple of parts of New Hampshire were, you know, number one for growth in sales as far as real estate went through the <sighs> pandemic. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, we scooped it up and we began the process. Um, it was a naked canvas on the landscape. So not like Madison where we were all interior, here we are now on the exterior. exterior. Wow, yeah. yeah. It was the same house right off, uh, right off 16, which is the main um, highway that will bring you into North Conway. Um, so we're literally two minutes right off Route 16 there. It's a turn and a turn and you're at the house. Mm -hmm. um, so location was great. We're sitting between North Conway and Lake Winnipesaukee. Uh, so you have kind of two different feels. You want to be in the mountains or you want to be at the lake with the mountains. Nice. Um, it's really cool as far as location and things to do. Mm -hmm. um, again, everything in the mountains, you're going to be driving 15, 30 minutes. So for us, it was like, what's 10 more minutes on yeah. 16? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then we begin. The landscape... Uh, for myself, I knew had some nice <laughs> look, like I mentioned. So immediately it screamed huge fire pit, huge pergola. Wow. Bohemian egg swings. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just go nuts. So um, her father being talented, you know, again, family pulling together. Mm -hmm. And I laid it out. I said, this is what we got to do. So we built a 24 foot wide pergola. Um, two thirds of that being covered with a metal roof. Um, the other little part uh, with a beautiful white egg swing, swing chair. Oh so my cute. gosh. Oh my gosh. That is Walker freaking cool. Like crosses her legs, yeah, gets I in just, that little nest and I'm, just like cozies up like I'm a little like, queen. I'm like, no one talked to me for the duration <laughs> of my stay here. My egg. <laughs> oh, that's and, amazing. Um, we fenced in the whole property. Uh, it was just completely open. Yeah. So, you know, again, we're very hands-on. We're, we're very uh, crafty people. Um, so we, we got our shovels out. We purchased fence and we started digging for seven days straight um, morning to night. Yeah. 500 Jeez. feet of fencing to close in the property. Uh, immediately when that was done, we started putting pouring you know, concrete to build like the pergola floor and six by six it, yeah. post digging, you know, three feet. And then we framed out the whole structure. Oh my gosh. Pour a concrete slab, uh, put timbers as a beautiful walkway out with all stone. Yeah. Uh, we did timbers around the fire pit. So it gives that you're in New Hampshire and you're experiencing the farmhouse style of New Hampshire, but then you just get hit with this, like, boho and <laughs> landscaping i went all out i planted you know tall grasses and you know rosa sharons and everything that's going to have that feel come spring that's just going to bloom and you're just going to feel like you're in your own little oasis yeah yep wow so, no this is this is this is so cool and um you know i, I can just sense from both of you this this real passion and, and it's almost like even just in the way that you're talking, like this is your art project, right? Like you guys are, you guys are artists and how you think about putting these spaces together. And, um, it's just remarkable. So like, I have to ask, like, were you always intending to get a second property? Are you already kind of cooking up? Oh, Hey, you know, what's it going to take <laughs> to get number three? Like, how do you guys, how do you guys sort of like think about like the as is state and 
what what does the future hold? Like, do you want to go back and move to Serenity Hill House and, you know, uh, see what other things you might be able to pop up with Airbnb? Or like, how do you guys, you know, think about the next couple of years? Yeah. We, we literally finished, like she said, she was crying leaving Serenity Hill House. And it's just one of those things when we're done, we feel like empty. It's like a void. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a void. And like it's our literally... kids left for college and we have nothing <laughs> Um, it's like it is you know it's always in the back of our head like what's next and yeah again this second property wasn't in our minds so i can't really say it was very random what is next um however these properties um are our heart soul sweat tears we love doing it and Um, i'm into container homes so this is kind of what's on my mind that's dangerous uh once you once you go container you don't go back yeah. is what I hear. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I really don't know what's next as far as, um, you know, Airbnb and the future of Airbnb for us. Yeah. We love what we have. We cherish what we have. As you said, we're passionate about what we have and giving the guests the best experience they can have mm-hmm. uh, when they visit the properties. So we got our first booking on uh, what we call Rosewood, which is in Tamworth. Yeah. Rosewood. Um, Wonderful Rosewood name. Happened. So it, it, the house is red. It's got that detail. We're going to put some beautiful rose bushes in the front. And it just, it just screamed. Yeah. Rosewood. rosewood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we got our first uh, booking next week and uh, we'll see what happens. If we're container excited. homes are in the future, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if not, we're going to just cherish what we have and, and when we can actually make our full-time move. Yeah. Uh, that'll probably be our next project. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Serenity Hill House will remain open as of now, um, and we'll see what happens. We really don't want to steal it away from from guests and, yeah. and going up there and enjoying it. Uh, we still enjoy it, you know, when it's not booked, it's there. Yeah. And we are those people that love to go and experience the house as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Who knows? Well, we, we don't. We have many ideas. <laughs> they change constantly, but I, I mean, I think we talk about this all the time. It's we thought, you know, and I think from a guest perspective, being a passionate host like we are and really caring and, and loving the entire experience and really being a, submerged in it every single day and, and trying to give people the best experience possible, it is a lot of work. It is a full-time job. And yeah. we're trying to balance a full-time job on top of this full-time job it's like, we would love to just dedicate all of our time to like managing these homes and, you know, potentially who knows down the road, whether we do get more or if it's a different style property or or what we do. But I think we really found our passion and, you know, our little niche. So, um, I have, I have friends hitting me up now going, uh, yeah, we have friends. (laughs) I sold my house here. Do you think, uh, you'd want to partner up? Yeah. (laughs) Airbnb is like, we can talk (laughs) (laughs) no but you know what's you know what's so cool yeah it's and what's so cool is like you guys get to do this together and you guys are both passionate about it and like i think some sometimes you again there's there's one um person in the relationship that is like especially passionate about it and they sort of like do all the work and then there's the other person that's sort of like mostly hands off um and it's it's always it's always really cool to see uh you know a couple who's doing something like this together they're building and they're creating something together and that's that's something that's just you know really really special and important for you know your all's relationship i'm sure but also just like 
it, it comes out like you, you feel that like when you walk into the space, um, you feel that it's been uh, showered with like intentionality and love and care. So um, and again, not every place feels like that. And trust me, like we've stayed in a lot of places. So um, so whatever you got going, uh, don't mess it up. Thank you. <laughs> no pressure, but no. Yeah, when we saw your inquiry, we we're really like, oh my gosh, he chose our house. He travels our oh, house. is cool. And we feel, so. and we, do. we feel, I mean, we feel that way every time somebody books. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is definitely, you know, being new to this and we just got our super host status, which is. Oh, congratulations. Like yeah, it's definitely the cherry on top because yeah. it does give you that sense of you're doing something right. Right. Yeah. It does feel good because you do. You put in a lot of hours. Yeah. You find a time when you can find to, you know, and you want to be quick to respond because, you know, it's somebody else's time on the other end. And I know how that feels being a, a you know, guest as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you kind of want to answer so you can move on or just book. But it's been a blessing. It's been fun. It's been yeah. a really cool experience. And, and yeah, the best is yet to come. You know, yeah. just just keep yeah. waiting. Just keep watching. Um, well, hey, Andrew, Bianca, thank you both so much for your time. This has been a blast. It's great to meet you and hear your story. And for all of our listeners, um, if you want to check out Serenity Hill uh, House or Rosewood, you can do so by scrolling down. We'll have links uh, in the show notes. So it'll be really easy to go check out these beautiful homes and book them and tell them that you heard their story on our podcast. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zach. It was Pleasure. great meeting you, Zach. Thank you. Come and snowboard soon. Yes, I know. come back. <laughs> All right. We'll make it happen. Yeah. All right. Take care. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're gonna roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.